Good evening. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle, and this is Adama thanking you for being right where you are in this now moment of eternity. For those of you who are tuning into the meeting of the inner circle for the very first time, I welcome you and pray that you find the inspiration to meet me here every Thursday night. For those of you who are tuning via the World Wide Web, thank you for caring to be with us right here than any other place on the planet. And for those of you who are the inner circle, the ones who make sure that you're always attuned to this frequency at this appointed time, I am always praying that you are receiving ever more inspiration to go deeper and reach higher, to do the clearing, the cleansing, the purification, the renewal, the rebirth, the regeneration that is needed in order for us to offset so much of this dis-ease, despair, degradation, violation, and all of that that has come under a death culture where it is a global initiative towards genocide. And we're not responding correctly and directly, which is why I keep the conversation going. It's not an events conversation. It's a regular conversation because we're in a place in space where from AIDS to zits, there is all manners of terrorism going on within the hearts and the minds of the people when they are confronted with the issues that have crystallized in their tissues as a result of what we've been doing consistently over time in having been fed the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, artificially colored, artificially flavored, nutrisweet, aspartame, white sugar, flour, and all of this stuff, which cause is cancer. And I'm the one to really be forthright enough to say that stuff causes cancer. That's why so many people have it. But it is illness of a culture, illness of a society to create multi-trillion dollar business in creating sickness, illness, and disease as a livelihood. And for those of us who are Working on behalf of these systems, trying to manage disease and whatnot is really impotency because what we're here to do is to master ourselves. What we're here to do is to glorify that intelligence that beats our hearts and breathes us. What we're here to do is to come to that point and place where we understand the divinity of existence and we consciously care to be as divine as life is. And we're making excuses as to why we should not be in the integrity of who and what we really are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence that has the world spinning, the sun blazing, everything is in order except for the people. And so we think that having money excuses you, having things conquering, you understand, usurping, bastardizing, So now you're going to turn Mother Earth into your whore so that she can produce all of this unnatural stuff for you consistently over time while the people need food. And so I'm just saying is that we have to come to a point in place where we're not just following the trends. You understand? We should be the trendsetters, not, not those who are following that which need not be followed, that which need not even be done. You understand, you're dealing with the same generations of people who hung us and beat us and raped us, enslaved us and and bastardized, usurped us. You understand, call us less than human. They haven't taken that stuff off their books yet. You understand, but then you want to be like them. You want to eat like that. You understand, and that's not to say that everybody who is non-melanated 
is a part of the problem, but the issue is everybody has been under this death culture, feeling that death is the natural finality, culmination, eventuality, and destiny of exist of of what it is to be human. And we've heard the foolishness say, "Well, as soon as you're born, you begin to die." I'm like, "How crazy can you be?" You understand? So crazy, <laughs> say crazy has has no limits based upon what we're seeing. You understand? So here you are in a city like Atlanta, and the infrastructure, the sewage system, was already, already so compromised. And instead of putting money there, everybody's building up and 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 building up and, building up and not ro- widening the roads. The streets are narrow. So you're dealing with a people who create congestion and constipation. That's why we call them colonialists. And colon is the root of it. Now, we got all these ones with all of this disease is starting and all of these distended colons. We cannot be a healthy people when we feed off the carcasses of dead animals. And I'm having to really emphasize it because we need to understand what the root of the issue is. It's not the love of money. It is the lust for blood and killing It is the feeling that ones have that gives them the sense of entitlement to do whatever the hell they want to do to whoever, whenever, decide who lives and who dies and how they go about it. You understand, at the same time, massaging you to make you feel as though there's some real progression in life, but got you dying in greater and greater numbers. And then they're harvesting your organs and your body parts and this and that and taking them down the road to the Korea Life Center and making sure that you understand. I'm like, if you're going to do that, then why are you poisoning everybody from the beginning? How good an organ could they have when every Everybody has been poisoned their entire lives. So is it just me? I got more sense than the rest of them, I guess. <laughs> you understand? Because in my mind, right, it's completely, it's completely out of alignment. It's, it's antithetical to what it is to be human, to feel as though you are entitled to subjugate, dominate, usurp, bastardize, capitalize off of the life and blood and progeny of other ones, feed off their body parts, their bones, and this and that, and then you think that you can function well and be fully activated in who and what you truly are, and it's not possible. We don't see the example of it. And how is it that you take responsibility? Have those who take responsibility for giving us an orientation as to what success is in life And then marginalize us. So if we're in the capitalistic system, then it seems as though we should have had some support in understanding how to do money, how to make money, how to generate money, how to how to handle money, how to invest money. If if you are dealing with consciously cultivating a prosperous society, you understand you would not deny them access to the the quality of knowledge that enhances their capacity to be really vital as a contributing factor in 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 society you would rather marginalize and dumb them down and anesthetize inebriate stupefy and and put them in a place of of niggerdom you understand preferring to be wrong than right and then deny them anything you understand, you just want to make more and more money off the sickness, illness, and disease that's being created, but you want to be respected as intelligent people. That's just pure foolishness. That's the impact and the effect of having a bloodstream 
that boils hot with the rot, the decay and the decomposition of carcasses. It poisons the blood. Poison blood creates distorted thoughts. You understand? It don't matter how, how you bathe and, and, and freshen up. Say, oh, you clean up real good. Yeah, but you're still filthy on the inside. and You dwell in that filth. And so we're in a day and time where we have to realize that it is the intelligence of existence that beats our hearts and breathes us. It's the intelligence of existence that is all pervasive, filling all spaces. It is all there is as existence itself. There is nowhere where it is not. And it is so intelligent that it has gifted itself to each and every one of us. And then these bozos will have us in a place where we're oppressed and suppressed and depressed and feeling entitled to do it to ourselves. And then if you do it to yourself, that means you're undermining your children and your grandchildren and you really are not able to participate in the fullness of who you are and your capacity and your authority and your authenticity and your integrity and your high ethic and morality. And I'm just saying is that if we really want to be successful in life and we really want to be wealthy in life and we really want to be rich in life, then you cannot trade your life force and life currency for a paper currency and then take that paper currency and buy the flesh of dead animals, the aborted fetuses of chickens, the pus and mucus of cows, white bread, white rice, white this, all this glue producing stuff and be a healthy people. You will never have a wealth greater than yourself and you cannot have the wealth of yourself or cultivate the wealth of yourself when you are dissipating and throwing yourself away, oppressing yourselves and not having an understanding and an understanding that there is greatness in you. Your gifts have come by virtue of what's imprinted upon your DNA. It is already in you who you are and how you are to prosper in the world, in life. So whether you're male, female, both, neither, or some combination of all of it, I don't really care. The issue is, will you exalt a full effort in your living? Will you consciously care to be completely cleared, cleansed, purified, re- renewed, rebirth, regenerated, rejuvenated, revitalized, revivified, and resurrected. Do you really care to walk in the integrity of the divinity of yourself? Because the intelligence of existence, that's all it wants from us. This is what this, this opportunity called being is, is our opportunity to participate as organic, intelligent parts of it, which is beginningless, endless, infinite, and eternal, which means that we, in our essence, of being in the truth of ourselves are already immortal. But then we're under the auspices of those ones who make you feel entitled to be undermining yourselves, killing yourself, creating the degree of toxicity and acidity and insufficient oxygenation and degradation and all of this stuff to put us in a place where we've missed the truth of ourselves. We've missed the light of ourselves. By the time you have come to that place and space where you succumb in all of this mucus and phlegm and acid and what all of that stuff that creates that old frequency, all being old. <laughs> See, being old, old in the realm of eternity is de- deficiency. You were never properly nourished, mineralized. You understand, you were never properly oxygenated, hydrated, and your, all your channels of elimination are blocked and obstructed, constipated and congested. So at the end of that life, the tragedy and the travesty was that you truly never lived. When we should be 
immortalizing while we're in these bodies. Our bodies are literally the temples for the dwelling of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses, those who have the capacity to create realms and worlds of heavens, not hells. Those who have duty and obligation by virtue of the lineages that we represent to truly honor and be a glory unto the lineages that we represent. But there is nothing that we can earn, beg, borrow, steal, be awarded or rewarded in the system of of sickness, illness, disease, and death that absolves us of our responsibility to commit every atom and every cell of our being to that which beats our hearts and breathes us. Whatever name you may call it, it's beyond all names, all books, all saints, all saviors, all, all gods, all goddesses. So it's We're all encompassed. We're all having the experience of self-evolutionary unfoldment. We're here to self-actualize. We're here to self-discover, uncover the divinity of our being, to be in a place and space where we are quite all right with being all right. To be in a place and space where we're accepting that we're creating situations and circumstances, but they're situations and circumstances. They're temporary. They're momentary. Soon as we get a greater thought, soon as we have a greater faith, soon as we consciously care to, to be the greater ones, then we get a chance to change those circumstances and situations because we are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that is active in the realm of nothing but absolute and supreme intelligence. Now, when our bodies are obstructed, when our blood flow is not flowing, when our blood has been turned to sludge and you got to be put on blood thinners and then they tell you, well, you know, don't don't eat no greens, can't have no greens. Oh, you got kidney issues. You can't drink but 32 ounces of water. You will never heal those kidneys on 32 ounces of water when you are already dehydrated. You understand? So I'm just saying it's not really complicated. It's not rocket science. It is atomic, though. We're made with trillions and trillions of atoms. And if we had the sensibilities to be harmonized within our thought and our desire and our, and our intention and our will, if all of our faculties are harmonized in the absolute reality of who we be as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme presence, and we decide that we care to create this situation or this circumstance, that we care to do this particular work. We want to create over here and create over there. And we can see the vision and we can come together and we can harmonize and agree in it and make it happen. That's how they do everything else. It's just that they're harmonized in being under the guise of capitalism and not the eternal order, not being properly aligned with the intelligences of existence, not consciously caring to truly be successful in life. And success in life is not necessarily success in capitalism. Success in life is success in being in the integrity of the truth of who we each are as these points of that presence. That means we are exalting a full effort, a full life's urge and where we're divided within ourselves, where we feel entitled to do things that are truly detrimental to ourselves, to ourselves, 
We're creating situations. We're creating the cancer, the heart disease, the lupus, the sarcoidosis, and all of these other issues by virtue of what you're putting in your mouth on a daily basis, consistently over time, by virtue of what grandmama and them did, and mama and them did, and now you got opportunity to get from up under all of that and be completely cleared and cleansed, purified, so that you are able to truly live your life, not die your life. That you are truly able to be in a place where your creativity, your ingenuity, your talents, your skill, your genius. We have the duty, obligation, and responsibility to raise completely up in our now moment because we have yet to see a liberated people. Liberated from the lie that we're supposed to be dying. Liberated from all of the sickness, the illness, and disease to be in a place and space where we know how to function, how to think. How to reverse these issues. We are not here to be complicit and complacent and co-conspirating with our own demise. And to feel entitled to do it. But you got your degrees. You got that B-A-B-S-M-A-M-S-M-F-P-H, whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying. But we ain't got sense enough to want to do fruit and vegetation and oxygenation and hydration and do that, which allows us to walk in the integrity of who we are as these living, loving, intelligent, potent, and immortal points of this absolute and supreme intelligence. But we got to run over here and run over here and run over here to go to church when you are living in the temple of God. We don't need to be dying like this. And for all of those who are grieving, my heart opens up to you and I say, bless you. But don't linger in the loss. Rejoice in the love that you've experienced and consciously commit to walking a stronger walk because someone loved you, because someone believed in you, because somebody was there for you. But we're in a death culture. And if you are happy killing yourself, then yeah, be happy dying. But don't leave the doctors alone. I just don't get that. <laughs> Why would you go to the doctors? I mean, what's the point? Well, since I just want to get my blood pressure down and stop eating flesh. Cleanse. That don't cost you much at all. But you just love them doctors, though, don't you? You think your doctors really care about you? Did your doctors pray with you? Did your doctors encourage you to realize how divinely you were, you were uh, created and made in the image and the likeness of that absolute and supreme intelligence? Did that doctor come and support you and do what is necessary to help clean your behind and whatnot when you couldn't get around? Did the doctor come home and clean up for you and wash your tub and do all this? I'm telling you, the doctors only do so much, but when you get to a point where you're incapacitated, you're going to be depending on somebody to do all these things that you can no longer do for yourself. And who really wants to be in that place? And as a result of my experience in, in offering life support, I know and I've heard and I've seen 
that when you get when people get to a point where they're incapacitated and those bowels need to be moving, don't nobody want to help your bowels move? They don't want to clean up your behind. They don't want to clean up your feces. They be like, oh, she just gonna be there, <laughs> you know? <laughs> they don't want to empty the bed. <laughs> it take a certain kind of person to want to be there for you. Most of them don't want to be there for you. They loved you when you when y'all was eating that barbecue and all them pork rinds and smoking and getting high and doing all them things. They was right there with you, but then when you fell, they weren't there to help pick you up. And I'm saying. Let us start really loving. And we can't love someone else if we're not loving that which beats our hearts and breathes us. We can't truly rejoice in the blessedness of our being where we are not consciously caring to honor the divine design of ourselves and ourselves. We are not able to truly flourish and truly prosper where we waste ourselves and spew ourselves and be in a place where we're defiling the greatest thing that we were given, which is ourselves. And they invest and put so much money into polished wood, metal, and stone. And they're not really doing much polishing wood and metal and stone. They're doing sheetrock and, you know, they're cutting corners and it's cheap. You, you understand? <laughs> it looks good on the outside, but it don't last. It doesn't regenerate. It doesn't rejuvenate like we do. You understand? We can get parts for our automobiles. Now they're trying to... Switch out parts in your body temple. You can go get somebody else's kidneys. Go get somebody else's whatever. But the spirit is going to be charged on those organs. And it's not to say that nobody should participate in the organ donor program. But I am saying that it is a violation of the laws of life for a whole system and government and society to sign off on poisoning children with artificially colored, artificially flavored, nutrisweet candy and sugar and all of these things because sugar is the number one most pervasively used, misused, and abused drug in the world. It is the gateway drug. And most of us got it when we were children. And when you ask a child, you say, you say, you hear, you see them in, in the stores, they be off the freaking chain, screaming and hollering and stomping and having temper tantrums because they can't get their drug of choice. But the parents created this monster. And so I'm just saying, the cleaner our blood, the greater our clarity, the better we are really honoring the design of our body temples, then it provides us the opportunity to be able to handle situations and circumstances better. It allows us to be able to be fully participatory in what it is we're creating and to be in a mind where we are able to recreate, but to know that we have to start with ourselves. And as a result of there being so much distortion, dysfunction, degradation, violation, incarceration, uh, entrapment, sex trafficking, pedophilia, and all of these other 
issues of low moral and ethic and lack of light and care because we think money is God. Money is a tool that has been created that as we have some agreement about the value that creates some some sense of equal exchange. But it's not to be whored for. It's not to be killed for. It's not to be in a place where you are usurping the value and the innocence of other ones for money. For the enslavement of, of ones and ones. And, and see, because we are in a, a global initiative and a global culture of disenfranchisement and usury and usurpation, where people go to these people and set brother against brother, you understand, and begin to extract that which has value from the land and the soil while they devastate the people and the water and the food. And they think that this is not going to come back on them. We cannot initiate devastation in the world and not receive some devastation. They used to say an eye for an eye. The issue for us is knowing that those who's are, who are the legislators and the perpetuators of sickness, illness, disease, and death is livelihood. Those who are the profiteers. Those who are the partakers. That sickness, illness, disease, and death is your fate. So whatever jobs you're working, whatever investments you're making, whatever money, it, it has really very little value when you have no value for yourself and your life and your legacy and your lineages. And I'm the one to say, we are in a now moment of eternity. We should always be in a now moment of eternity. And we should be living consciously, exalting a full effort and a full life's urge on a daily basis, consciously caring to consistently cleanse these temples so that the true spirit of the living gods and goddesses can be completely re-enthroned in our temples so that we are living and loving and lifting and uplifting, enhancing, enriching, adding unto and blessing and creating and being who we are as these points of this absolute and supreme intelligence and to know that these bodies are our vehicles. And for whatever else we go, we live in these bodies and they should be clean places to have a clean spirit, to have not just a positive effect, but to be truly influential and impactful in creating heaven on earth so that every child has protection and cultivation, that every woman knows her responsibilities as a perpetuator and every man walks in the esteem of who he is as a son of God, 
We're in a now moment where we have the opportunity to choose. To choose life, to choose light, to choose wisdom. To be in the truth and the integrity of who we are. But we have to be cleansed in order to reap the fullness of our birthright in this now moment. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama, your voice of resurrection and heraldess of the eternal. You're in tune to the meeting of the inner circle. And this is Adama. And I'm so grateful and so thankful that I am grateful and thankful because we have the power to transcend, transform, and transmute everything to serve our greater good. And so our gratitude and our thanksgiving for each and every breath and every beat of our heart matters. Many ones are wanting me to speak to, you know, how do we initiate a spring cleansing? But at the level at which we are experiencing the actual pandemic of heart disease, cancer, diabetes, obesity, and whatnot, it's not just spring cleansing, it's cleansing daily by our realization that the body is divinely and perfectly designed. So that one, most people, you know, except under extenuating circumstances, perhaps mentally or physically, are will bathe every day, right? So... We're washing our face, we're brushing our teeth, we're blowing our nose, we're coughing up phlegm, you know, we're clean, cleaning our ears with the Q-tips. Some people are doing the ear candling. Uh, we bathe the outside of the body between the legs, uh, the crack of our behinds and whatnot. But then the trunk from the neck to the pelvis, that area that has the heart and the lungs and the liver and the gallbladder and, and the spleen and all of the things that are essential for our living because we've seen people live without their legs and live without their arms and whatnot, but we can't live without our head and we can't live without our trunks. Now, the issue is is that we're, we have so much dis, distended colons and whatnot where it may be fibroids, it is just the impaction of so much waste in the system, all of that will come out. But there's a need for us to be willing to cleanse the trunk daily, but we have to accept the reality that our bodies are divinely and perfectly designed. And by virtue of the divine and perfect design, we are breatharian first. So the oxygenation, and it's very difficult to really oxygenate the blood clearly, consistently, and to really strengthen and create good blood, new blood. The spirit is charged upon the blood. The quality of the blood is going to lay foundation for the quality of our thought. So when ones and ones talk about having a brain fog and whatnot, you know, we have to look at what's going on in that gut, you know, so that all intelligences exalt a full effort in their living. They do nothing to undermine themselves. They know their food. They excrete their waste. They know their kind. They perpetuate themselves. And they are able to respond when they sense that their lives may be threatened. And they have a natural desire for their freedom. Our behavior has been modified in that we're not knowing our food. We're not excreting our waste. That's where all the obesity and all of the issues, the swollenness and swollen that and all of the lumps and tumors and whatnot, the body is trying to protect itself. So the earth is magnetic. She's powerful. She's big. So we've got the clays and the earth to really bring into our body. It is the quality and the condition of the earth that lays foundation for the quality and the condition of our nutrition. 
So why people would reach for chemicals and not reach for the earth is part of the programming. But the doctors never got any in-depth training in nutrition. And then most of them were fed hot dogs and hamburgers and all of that, you know, quick. Because their uh, matriculation in whatever area of specialization as med students and then they're doing their practicums and their residencies and whatnot. You know, it really put them in a place and space where they're not all that healthy. And so we have to realize that health belongs to all of us and the responsibility of reaching for that which is going to facilitate health is our right by virtue of the fact that we exist. And so we're grateful and we're thankful for all of those ones who are collaborating and creating initiatives to make sure that the earth is available, the herbs are available, the the clays are available, the shea butters, the cocoa butter, that we have so much available to us coming from all over the world because people care. You understand? But that's not what we're seeing in terms of the uh, massive uh, manipulation. We're seeing what they're trying to do, but we're not really thankful and acknowledging that we have so many ones who are so conscientious to really raise up and challenge the status quo. But we don't have to participate with our own demise. There's nothing that's forcing you to drink uh, phosphoric acid in aluminum cans with caramel coloring and artificial sweeteners and whatnot, creating the Uh, tendency towards multiple sclerosis and seizures and diabetes. I mean, nobody's forcing you to do that. All right, so we're having to realize that the body is so intelligent so that when you really realize what it is that you're consuming consistently over time that is really not good for you, it's not oxygenating, it's not hydrating, it's not mineralizing, and it's not facilitating that alkalization that is responsible for cellular regeneration and rejuvenation. So what does that leave us? That means that breath, water, herbs, the clays, fresh fruit, and vegetation are going to give us the greatest leverage over the heart disease, the diabetes, the cancer, all of that. But sometimes the cleansing is a little arduous. You know, people will say, oh, I'm sick, I'm sick. And I'm saying, no, you're really feeling sick, but your body is working to make sure that you're healing because it's cleansing. So it makes you feel bad. But it's so intelligent that are respecting it. And so getting up in the morning and opening up the bowel. So if the bowel does not move naturally by itself after, you know, 24, 30 ounces of, of warm water with um, some Himalayan pink salt or Celtic salt, the salts have the mineralization to help alkalize the system to open up the bowel. You understand? So when people say, well, my bowels are moving regularly, you know, but I have good healthy bowel movements, but healthy bowel movements and you still 200 pounds overweight is not. You're in the state of constipation. But I had my colostomy done and the doctors gave me a clean bill of health, but you look like you about six, seven months pregnant. Come on now. They can't keep pulling the wool over our eyes. You understand? So I'm just saying is that at this particular point in time, accept the divinity of your being. And you have to say to yourselves, 
Say to yourself, I am clearing, cleansing, purifying, renewing, rebirthing, regenerating, rejuvenating, revitalizing, made whole. I am healed. There is nothing that can defeat me. I accept correction. And I am doing everything to be cleansed and purified. And so... Your break fast should be water-based. We're water-based beings. We're breatharian first. Everybody has to breathe. And we need the water. Our bodies are 80% water like the earth is 80% water. So a lot of people are all off into the different kinds of water. So I'm saying, yeah, distilled water is really, really good for facilitating the cleansing, the enemas, the douching, the, uh, you know, but... The clays help to offset some of the chemicals and whatnot. Now we have, you know, other technologies and the tones and the frequency of the AO scan and the ion foot cleanser and, you know, just being in a place and space where you have all of this intelligence that is housed in physical bodies that are animated by living spirit that when it is really activated by true care, and the ability to focus and be disciplined, then the intelligence of existence reveals itself and gives us ideas. But the faith to follow our guidance, to trust it. So most of the people are trusting those who have shown that they don't have anybody's best interest at heart. Now you're having to really realize that any of the issues you're having is because the body needs to be cleansed, but it has to be daily. And that's why I offer the life support at Mother Earth's Blessing Holistic Life Center at 1830 Cheshire Bridge because you have to have somebody in your in your corner, somebody that really cares, somebody that knows. You understand, particularly when you don't know, and there's so many ones on um, on YouTube and so much information but a lot of the information after a while can be conflicting and confusing and you still need to be in a place where you can talk with someone, you know, to really have an ear to hear and to touch base and to really come to that place and space where you are trusting the sincerity and the knowing. And that's why I emphasize that we are governed by spiritual laws that even though we are on a planet that is some, some, you know just immersed in nothing but eternity it's the physicality the materiality there are traps here in the world you say to be in the world and not of it we're here to master ourselves to master our desires you understand to get focused to walk in the integrity of the God self that we are you understand, but the traps that are here is in the sensuality, the sexuality, the gluttony, the materiality, the whoredom, the not being able to control oneself. And if you can't control yourself, and that's that's part of what uh, um, a, a diet diet that you grew up with, where you were really basically a carnivore and uh, a carbohydratarian, where every meal was flesh and flesh and flour and sugar, which turns to sugar, which is why we have so much of the uh, diabetes in children and the obesity because we're eating stuff that has absolutely no value in the body and it's legal not lawful but legal and so your number for life support is 678 760 
And to come to a place in space where you have been listening to me, or you may just be aware of me, but you can uh, Google or put Adama Speaks into any search engine and come up with some of the audio files and whatnot, and then you listen. You know, listen, because, you know, the, the one thing about being an intelligence of existence is that you are still intelligence. You may need cleansing. You may need uh, someone to walk you through the processes, to hold your hand, to be repetitive because the lies have been repetitive. You understand? We were inundated with the lies from the, from elementary school. Our parents got the lies. You understand that United Dairy Council started perpetuating the lie that we needed milk and cheese and stuff in 1906 when my grandmother was seven years old. You understand? So I'm just saying, so, you know, to have a people who are so disturbed and sick that they would prefer to perpetuate the lies as a way of generating their cash flow and then fight you, kill you, to quiet you. Donate your car, truck, or boat. It's easy. We can put it to good use, and you get a tax receipt. Call our toll-free number. We pick up your vehicle, running or not. We send you a tax receipt. It just takes a few minutes. Call toll-free 844-WRFG-CAR or 844-973-4227 to arrange a free pickup. Proceeds will benefit 89.3 FM WRFG. Visit us at WRFG.org. Thank you. So what we did not realize is that when you start your day eating oatmeal, pancakes, waffles, and stuff that literally create glue, paste. This is what we did our paper mache with. We would be told to bring flour to school so that we could make our, do our art. So we take two cups of flour to school and mix it with water and do our paper mache and other art projects. So waking up in the morning and then feeding yourself glue and paste. So we're talking the croissants, the bagels, the donuts, the muffins, the pancakes, the waffles, the toast, the bread, and then the eggs and the cheese and all of this. And so your breath is your animating force of life, maintaining, sustaining. So in order to really reverse it, then we're doing the hot water with the sea salts and then the clay water and really facilitating opening up the channels of elimination so that the body can go ahead and be supported in cleansing itself. So that any fast, and people are fasting every day from the time they had the last meal to the time they had the, the next meal, which should be overnight. So you start your day cleansing. And, you know, a lot of people feel as though, well, it's not natural to do enemas daily. I said, but it wasn't natural to be eating the carcasses of pigs and cows and chickens and turkeys and hens and fish and crayfish and whatnot daily, weekly, putting all this junk in your trunk. You understand? I'm just saying, you know, we're in a place in space where we got to really understand how to think through this. You understand? And the issue, the, the tragedy and the travesty 
is that we haven't outthought a death culture. You understand? So, you know, the the boycotts, the bus boycotts, and Dr. King's uh, saying that we should give up the Wonder Bread and, and the Coca-Cola and whatever is not the same as saying exalt a full effort in your living and recognize that your body is not designed to digest the flesh of dead animals and the primary law of existence is thou shalt not kill. So if thou shalt not kill, then thou shalt not eat of the flesh of that which has been killed. And killing is the violation, so that that's what's creating so much repercussions from it the flesh of dead animals rotting in your body which should be the temple for the dwelling and the re-enthronement of the true spirits of the living gods and goddesses so no we gotta cleanse in order to heal alright so when the body's already toxic and is already glue and goop and the starch turns into sugar and this is why I've seen so many ones who refer to themselves as vegans or vegetarians why they passed away because nobody estimated or guesstimated how much nitrates, nitrites, BHA, BHT, sodium benzoate, potassium metasulfites, and all of the iron filings that were in our cornflakes and all of this stuff that's now in our tissues. And then, but people say, oh, well, I only drink good water, but your body is full of garbage. We're not freaking garbage cans. We are these points of an absolute and supreme intelligence that has divinely designed us to be vehicles and vessels of its love, its light, its wisdom, and its truth. Our gifts, our talents, our skills, and our abilities should be towards exalting a full effort in our living, our loving, our enhancing, our high ethic and morality. I'm just saying real success in life is godliness. It is right alignment. You say, oh, well, you're just trying to be holier than thou, but wholeness is a, a, a requisite after all of the illness and sickness and disease, the murder, the suicides, the child abuse, the spouse abuse, you think that's God, the will of God, the intelligence of existence is going to kill itself over here to exalt itself over there? All of that is the evidence of the distortion and the defilement that comes as a result of the blood being toxic. The spirit is in the body, in the body. We came into the body, we should be leaving the body. We should not be dying in this, suffocating in all of this stuff. So your breakfast, fresh, juicy fruit. After you open up those bowels, do your enemas, dushing sisters who have uh, fibroids. The fibroids come from all of the eggs and cheese. How are you going to eat other people's babies and, and survive it? Well, Dr. Oz said that we need a good source of protein. Your body makes its own protein. You need fresh fruit, vegetation. They tell you cancer cells cannot survive in a well-oxygenated environment. But the cancer cells are already there as a result of the rot of the pigs, the cows, the turkeys, and all of this. All right, so, you know, whatever fresh air you get, whatever exercise you get, whatever fruit and vegetation you get, it may work towards your greater good. But why indulge yourself in that which has no nutrition and support the businesses and the families of those who declared that we were less than human? that we have no rights, that they have the responsibility to respect. That these families are the ones who enslaved us, beat us, raped us, sodomized us, set us afire, castrate us. You understand, everybody's in need of liberation. You understand, it don't matter which side of it is, and yes, we can call some of these ones great-great-grandfather or whatever. You understand, but I'm just saying is that in our now moment, we are all being called to remember 
that life is the gift of everything and everybody and we're deserving and we're worthy. We need to be cleansing. And life supporting. And so there's a thought that, well, if the masks work and everybody's in the mask, then why are people still dropping dead from this thing they call COVID? But nobody's making a, a fair estimation or guesstimation as to the uh, pre-existing condition of these ones. And nobody's really looking at, I won't say that, I know one person who is, who's looking at the amount of money the government is not having to pay out from all of the elders who are dying from their pre-existing issues in these nursing homes and whatnot who fed them the flesh of dead animals and the aborted fetuses of chickens and all of this pus and mucus and whatnot so that they succumbed. To be in a place and space where you do nothing different, you have the you don't have the ingenuity, you don't have the faith, you don't have the confidence to do that which is truly going to be better for creating greater health and wellness. You're just going to follow somebody blindly as if they're God. They are not God for us. They don't beat our hearts and they don't breathe us. We're not here to serve their purposes. To have people think that they are the gods of the universe and everybody else is intended to be their slaves and commodity in a global initiative of depopulation and genocide and, and multi-trillion dollars in sickness, illness, disease, and death. And understand, yeah, we need to be preparing to leave because ain't no way in hell you're going to survive this. So on behalf of the lineages that we represent, on behalf of all of those ones who were marginalized, who were murdered, the slaughtered, you understand, I'm just saying there's already karmic debt here as a result of how this country was founded on the violation of, of other ones and the destruction of the ecological balances of, of Mother Earth and Mother Nature. I'm just saying that to circumvent some of the devastation that is already in progression, then we have to understand the power that we have individually in harmonizing our lives, our bloods, our body, our systems with life, the breath, the water, the minerals, the fruit, the vegetation, and being aggressive about opening up all channels of elimination so that the toxins that are being loosened up can actually get out and not be reabsorbed and not be tucked away as listen tumors in the brain and all of these other places. And so in our now moment, you're being called, you're being called to rise, you're being called to choose, you're being called to care, you're being called to love that which beats your heart and breathes you and take responsibility for releasing and letting go of the guilt and the frustration and the pain and the anguish and forgive those ones who trespassed against us. You understand, to let stuff go, to be in a place where you are not a detriment to yourself is your first right response to this herd mentality of doing whatever the hell they say do regardless of whether it makes sense or not but we have to really understand the power we have in love because love is the fulfillment of the law you understand and to love is the harmony of truth so that we are all caring to see everything and everybody 
in their wholeness. Having that desire and that will and that vision and that imagination for our family members and the ones that we love and our children and and those who are incarcerated and those who are institutionalized to come to a point in place where those who work in these places are now coming to a place where they will exalt a full effort to facilitate the cleansing that will allow the healing, but not to just be administering all kinds of drugs and medication. The order of existence and the intelligence of existence is triumphant already. You're dealing with a fallen people, a death culture. It will meet a tragic day with fate. There's no way to miss it unless we shift it. So in our now moment, I'm saying, Love being with your whole body, heart, mind, life, and soul. Choose life daily. Get life support if you need it. And be supportive of life and living and knowing that there's a truth that we're all connected. So the more we are doing what's in our own best interest and literally being in the gratitude and the thanksgiving for the blessedness of our being and consciously caring to really honor and love the lineages that we have represented and to know that some people are the last of their lineage. And there are many families that have at least one who's marching to the beat of a different drummer and giving up the meat, the dairy, the eggs, the chicken, the fish, and everybody is ridiculing them. And, you know, it's like people begin to feel a way that you trying to do what's right for yourself. But those who are of childbearing years and have yet to have children, bless your hearts because now you have the opportunity to cleanse and prepare properly. To understand the magic that comes with love and nourishing and nurturing and caring and facilitating life's purpose as opposed to loving each other to death do you part. This now moment is ours, and I'm here to support you in walking in the greatness of the truth of yourself and knowing that there is no shame in our game to be whole and to regain our footing on the path of absolute and eternal life, to realize that this now moment is ours, and it's a now moment. We are in progression, and things may look a little strange because they are a little strange, but after a while... The winds will be blowing, the form, the storms are brewing, the tsunamis are forming, the earthquakes are activating that you will not have a people upon this planet who are a detriment and continued detriment to the planet and be able to survive it. That which you do unto others shall be done unto you. We're dealing with absolute law and principles of life. And life is going to win this. So we have the opportunity to harmonize ourselves with it, give thanks that we can to the glory of the lineages that we represent on behalf of all of those who sacrificed and consciously cared to speak up, to stand up, to who risked their lives, those who were sacrificed and other ones, know that when the people, we the people decide that we will regain our footing and stature as these points of the presence of this absolute and supreme intelligence, that that is truly the victory. And that's where the grace and the protection and the salvation is. But we have to understand how to create our 
spiritual garments so that we are here serving the purposes of existence itself and no one can stop us. I love you with a perfect love. Your number for life support is 678-760-9299. And we are always happy to support you in your wholeness, in your remembering, in your realigning, reattuning, stepping into your greatness and your power because you are the wealth. There's nothing outside of you that is greater than you. And that's the one that I am to remind you. We have to love ourselves unconditionally, but we have to love the Creator wholeheartedly and its law and its order so that we have the benefit of having done it. To be able to get out of this out of these bodies without having died and succumbed to all of this stuff. It's not a necessity. I love you with a perfect love. Continue to rejoice in the blessedness of your being and be the blessing you are. Have a good night.